Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host, Ajitesh, and in today's episode, we're talking about what to eat at a restaurant while you're on a weight loss diet. When I say you're being on a weight loss diet, what I mean is you're trying to deliberately cut down your intake of food, reduce the amount of calories that you're eating so that you can achieve your ideal weight which aligns with your long-term goals. And if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to reduce your food intake, reduce your calorie intake, it makes it easy for yourself if you have certain set guidelines in place for occasions that you have to go out with friends, family, colleagues, for occasions that you have to go out to social events and you know that the food situation is not going to be under your control because It would be tasty food cooked by someone else, cooked with a lot of oil content, fat content, and it is going to be chaotic to say. So if you have certain guidelines that you have in place to navigate such situations, those occasions don't have to be a cause for sabotage uh, to your weight loss progress. It doesn't have to be the case. Because For most people, when they go out to eat with friends at restaurants, they consider that as a cheat meal, which is a very wrong way to look at things when it comes to uh, building sustainable habits around food. Because it creates an all or nothing mentality that I'm on track whenever I'm at home and whenever I'm cooking my own meals. But whenever I'm eating out, I'm going to completely turn off, you know, that part of my brain and it's going to be a cheat meal. I'm going to lose all inhibition. So if you have that mindset, it's going to make it almost impossible for you to sustain your weight loss goals long term. So even if you make little progress, you'll most likely offset that progress whenever you have that cheat meal, cheat day. Okay, so don't do that. If you'd like to learn more about why this mindset around cheat meals is so detrimental to achieving your weight loss goals, you can go listen to episode number 24. Um, It'll give you more clarity regarding the whole thing and also show you how you can come out of that mindset. So that is about uh, people who don't have a structure around how they navigate around food situations when they're eating out at restaurants. So we are going to fix that. So if this is something that you have been struggling with, if currently you have that mindset that I don't know what to do when I'm eating out, so I just let go completely, uh, this episode is going to provide you with that structure. All right. But first things first, you can't be eating out every week if you're trying to lose weight. It is just what it is, right? Because it is not what you eat in one meal that gets you results or not what you eat in one day. It is the average of what you do every single day. Okay. And if you're eating out every week, that is, that's a meal, that's a day that is not under your control, right? So you're not able to control the input side of things. That is the food that you're putting into your body. And you have absolute no control over the outcomes. That is the number on the scale. So if you eat out and the scale weight goes up or you're not making progress week to week, there is no point obsessing over the number on the scale because you can only control the inputs. And if you want to have predictable results, you need to make sure that the inputs are completely dialed in. That means you buying your own groceries, you cooking your own meals and not eating out all the time, right? And you'd see that people who maintain a healthy body weight, 
they usually don't have you know habits of eating out all the time and even if they go out with friends to eat they usually don't eat anything you know heavy i would say they have already eaten they would maybe take a bite or two and that is it but for people who usually struggle with weight every occasion of eating out becomes a source of indulgence and it becomes a a big event it, it becomes a big feast so they would order all kinds of things they would have a full course meal they would have smoothies shakes cocktails and all of these things turn that one meal into something equivalent of an entire day's worth of food sometimes even more okay and and even if they were to stay on track for the entirety of the week just that one meal during the weekend can offset a lot of that progress because like i said it is not what you eat in one meal or even in one day but it is what you do on average every single day so when you have sudden spikes of high calorie days it kind of you know offsets your average throughout the week you know prior to that so if you if you had a lot of low calorie days followed by a very super high calorie day then your entire average is offset towards the higher side so instead of thinking of your week as an on off switch that you're on your diet throughout the week but you're off your diet during the weekend think of it in terms of a dial from 0 to 100 okay 100 being like you're completely dialed in everything is on point but when you when the weekend comes around you have to go out with friends you can dial it down to maybe 50 60 okay not completely to 0 don't let it be binary that's my point and if you have weight loss goals you can't be eating out every week okay it is just what it is you have to come to terms with it otherwise you might as well put your weight loss aspirations on the back burner because it's just not going to happen or it's just going to take a very long time if you're not willing to make these compromises okay the second thing that you need to keep in mind is you cannot eat out spontaneously spontaneity with food and a low calorie diet they just don't complement each other it's just not possible so if someone uh gives you a call and says that i'm coming over in 10 minutes we'll go grab food at this burger place we'll go food at this all you can eat buffet it's a very bad idea especially when you are new to this weight loss journey you don't have those tools and those skills to navigate such advanced situations because right now you have a difficult time staying on track even in your home environment okay so eating out is like this advanced level situation and if you don't have the skills to navigate that you're making it even harder for yourself by making uh that eating out event a spontaneous one so you have no time to plan you just put straight into the battlefield and you have to navigate that you cannot do that as a beginner it's impossible maybe after 2 to 3 years when you have built up those skills and you have a good idea of what foods have how much energy in them and what works for you what kind of strategy you can implement during those situations when you have a fair idea of that which can only come with experience and time so at least 2 to 3 years then you can gradually allow yourself to enjoy spontaneous occasions but you cannot do that right at the beginning of your journey because you don't have the tools all right so don't try to uh eat out spontaneously always plan ahead of time i would say at least 24 hours and if not 24 hours ahead you need to have 
you need to give yourself at least a heads up of 12 hours so that you have enough time to plan the rest of your meals and know how you'd approach that occasion that you'd be eating out. Okay. And number three is that you need to have a clear idea in your head about what you'll eat before you even leave the house. So spontaneity, when it comes to the event in general, timing of the event, uh, that's a bad idea. Spontaneity, when it comes to picking the foods that you would eat, that is a bad idea as well. So anything that is spontaneous when it comes to food is a bad idea uh, if you have weight loss goals. So you need to plan ahead of time. Planning is key. Now say that you have planned ahead of time. You know where you're going to eat. How do you go about deciding what to eat at the restaurant? Okay, so you're at the restaurant. What order do you place? The first thing that you need to focus on is a lean protein source. So your dish has to have a lean protein as its primary ingredient. So it could be a grilled chicken dish. It could be some form of kebab. Uh, it could be something with eggs. So the prime ingredient has to be the lean protein. So if you get grilled chicken, it will come with vegetables on the side, with some maybe rice on the side, some potatoes. So that is a great example of something that you would order when you're eating out. So lean protein should be your first priority. Okay, something with meat, fish, uh, tofu, paneer, some kind of soy product. So a lean protein, that should be first priority. And to add to that, you would ideally try to hit your protein goals beforehand, before that lunch or dinner that you're having outside, you would have already hit your protein goals. So you have a daily protein goal that you need to hit if you are not aware of that, you can go listen to episode number four, which is all about protein. You'll, you'll understand how much protein you need, how often you need to eat protein and why it's important for you. So you can go listen to episode number four for that. But the point is that you need to try and hit most of your protein goals for the day before your meal even happens. So before your restaurant outing even happens, you have already hit 80 to 90% of your protein goals. But even when you're at a restaurant, you try to focus primarily on a dish which has lean protein. Okay, the second priority would be getting something with vegetables. So something like maybe a salad or if you order something like grilled chicken, that will come with vegetables on the side. Okay, the main reason for these two things is because lean protein and vegetables, they're filling. So when you eat them, you feel full and you'd be less tempted to overeat and overindulge, especially in an environment where other people have different goals than you. They don't really care about what food they're consuming and do order all kinds of foods. And you'd be tempted to taste a bite here, take a bite there. And that can easily add up um, and offset your progress. So we don't want that to happen. If you have a source of protein in front of you, if you have some vegetables and you have consumed that beforehand, it would make it less likely that you would be tempted to try out other food items which don't align with your goals. So lean protein, vegetables, and the third would be a plain carb source. So don't go for things like fried rice, fried something, fried potatoes like french fries. So the carb source should be plain, like plain rice or plain bread. Uh, mashed potatoes are great uh, without butter. So plain carb source, vegetables, a lean protein source. This is what should form the crux of whatever you're consuming. Now, how you go about it will depend on what is available to you uh, for that specific restaurant that you're eating at. 
but this is how you would plan your meal. If you're eating at a buffet, you would plate your meal in such a way that half of your plate has salad or vegetables and one fistful of a protein source, one palm-sized palm protein source, so some kind of meat, fish, uh, eggs, tofu, soya products, paneer. So that'll be a palm-sized portion. You can always eat more protein, but that is at least a bare minimum. And one fistful of some kind of plain carb source. So that would be your plate. Don't take second servings unnecessarily and just stick to that. Okay. And if you are eating at a restaurant, pick a dish which follows these principles. Now, are there foods that you should avoid while eating out? Yes. You should ideally avoid anything that has gravy or some kind of sauce. Okay. So because these gravies and sauces are cooked in such a way that they use a lot of butter, a lot of oil to make these taste even better and they can easily add up a lot of calories without you even realizing so if you have like some kind of carb source like rice or some kind of bread and you're dipping it in gravy and you're eating that it can easily uh, elevate the amount of calories that are there in that dish it is time for a short break if you have liked the episode so far please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. So it is not usually the carb source, not the rice, not the potatoes that are fattening to say. And usually people have this misconception that it is the rice, potatoes, I cannot have them. But it is the other things that you have with that rice, with those potatoes, Okay, you're not eating boiled potatoes, you're frying them, deep frying them into French fries. You're eating chips, right? You're not eating like this plain rice. You're eating it with a lot of this gravy cooked in butter. So all these rich gravies, rich sauces are a strict no-no. So avoid sauces and gravies at all costs. You should not be drinking any kind of calorie-rich drinks. Okay, so no smoothies. Um and no kinds of juices and no kinds of, you know, soft drinks. So if you have to have a drink, you'd go with water or you would go with some kind of diet soda. Okay, diet sodas are zero calorie and they're perfectly safe. So you don't have to worry about that. So get a diet soda or get water, but don't drink anything else. And definitely stay away from alcohol as much as possible unless your social occasion completely, absolutely demands that you have a drink in hand then you need to stick to something like uh clear liquor so like like vodka gin whiskey these are fine but stay away from beer stay away from cocktails definitely because one glass of cocktail is equivalent to almost one entire meal and you would not even realize when you down one entire glass and you would probably go for a second second serving right so try to avoid cocktails don't drink beer at all because no one stops at one beer. People drink multiple beers and beer usually means that you lose inhibitions around snacking as well. So stick to a clear spirit like vodka, gin, whiskey. These are great. Uh, use water or diet soda as a chaser and don't drink anything that is liquid and has a lot of calories. So no smoothies, no juices, no kinds of soft drinks. Now let's talk about how to eat less when you're eating out at a restaurant. 
the first thing you need to realize is that less does not mean the quantity of food, but it is more about the energy content of the food. So that is calories. Now, if you eat two big bowls of just plain salad, okay, that is just vegetables, that's not a lot of energy. So even if you eat a lot of that, you'd feel full, but you would not sabotage your weight loss progress because that is barely anything. So two big bowls of salad has energy probably equivalent to one half a slice of pizza. Okay, half a slice of pizza. Now imagine yourself eating two big bowls of salad compared to you eating one massive slice of pizza, one large slice of pizza. So the pizza slice has more calories than the two bowls of salad, but the salad is going to keep you feeling fuller. But you would not stop at one slice of pizza. You'd probably eat like three slices, four slices. Some people would eat the entire pizza. And you can see how that can easily uh, sabotage your weight loss progress. So when you're trying to eat, it's less about the quantity and more about the energy content, that is the calories. So that is why we go back to those guidelines, initial guidelines that you need to pick something with lean protein, something with vegetables, and, and a plain carb source. So if you just stick to those guidelines and you eat like you'd normally eat, it would automatically take care of the fact that you'd be full, you'd not feel like eating unnecessary foods, and you'd not have to consciously worry about eating less. Because just by making those decisions around the kinds of foods that you pick, you'd not be able to overindulge. So it is all about picking the right foods. Like I said, if you get a pizza, it's easy to overeat. But if you get like two huge bowls of salad, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be even able to finish that because you'd feel so full. Okay. And you'd also not be eating a lot of energy. So that's why we, we want to focus on lean protein. We want to focus on vegetables, plain carb sources. Don't order gravies, sauces, drinks that are rich in calories. And if you just take care of these few things, you'd be on track. You don't need to worry about deliberately trying to eat less if you just make the right choices. Should you track calories when you're eating out? The short answer is no, because you can't. You would not know what is there in each dish. It's impossible to know. What I would recommend is you setting a calorie range for yourself, which for most people can range anywhere between 500 to 1500 calories for one average meal outside. Okay, because you would have to account for the fact that restaurants, even for the healthiest dishes, they would use extra oil, extra fat content to make the dish taste better. So you would account for that and you'd save between 500 to 1500. I would say actually to be safe between 700 to 1500 calories, you would keep in reserve for that specific meal. It is always better to overestimate the calories that are there in your restaurant meal than to underestimate it. So if you feel that the food that is being served to you has probably just 300 calories, it is better to consider that as 500 calories because that keeps you on the safer side. And in order to make this possible, you need to use your food tracking app. So if you're using something like MyFitnessPal, you need to use the quick add function if you're using MyFitnessPal and a lot around between 700 to 1500 calories in advance for that specific meal, depending on where you're going to eat, how much you plan on eating. And usually for most people who are conscious of their food habits would eat around 
between 700 to 1500. If you're not conscious of what you're eating, you can easily eat over 2000 calories in one meal, which is more than what most people would eat, would need to eat in one day. So you can see how just one meal can become equivalent of one day's worth of eating. And if you're eating multiple times outside in a single week, that is multiple meals, which are equivalent of one entire day's worth of eating. So try to not eat out multiple times a week. Try to not eat out every week if you have weight loss goals and if you're serious about them. So these are the primary guidelines that you would follow whenever you're eating out. And one thing that you need to keep in mind is that every single experience that you have when you're eating out should become a reference experience. What I mean is that you should be able to reflect back upon it and track the progress that you have made. Okay, so what was according to plan? What could I not do? What could I have done better? And the next time that I go out to eat, what are the mistakes that I will not repeat? Because if you go out every single time and you keep repeating the same mistakes, you're not learning. And if you're not learning, you'll never build those skills. So you need to track progress. By that, by, by that what I mean is that you need to be able to reflect on the actions that you took during the restaurant outing and be able to recalibrate your behavior for the next time. So how is your outing? What could have been done better? Could you have planned the rest of your day differently? Could you have hit your protein goals in advance in a better way? Could you have made better choices? When you build a catalog of these reference experiences of you having eaten out multiple times in different settings, in different locations, you develop a fair idea of what really works for you, what kind of foods you should eat during the rest of your day to accommodate for your outings. Okay, And you get a fair idea of how much you tend to eat when you eat out at restaurants. So it's all about building that catalog of reference experiences and from that honing your skills around eating out. So it is a skill like any other. And when you have done this over two years, three years, like I said, you would be proficient enough to handle advanced level situations where you're spontaneously eating out. So a friend could come over and they could say that, let's go out to this burger place and you'd be totally fine doing that, knowing that you have the skills to handle a situation like that. So for that to happen, you need to have built this backlog of reference experiences over years. And when you're finally exposed to those kinds of spontaneous events, you would know exactly what needs to be done. And this would come handy even when you're traveling, you have no idea about what kind of foods you would have for days at a stretch. These skills will carry over to that as well. But this cannot happen over a month, over a couple of months even. This takes years. So for the initial time frame, try to avoid spontaneous outings and Plan ahead of time. Planning really is key when you're trying to eat out while at the same time you're trying to achieve your weight loss goals. That is it for this episode of Workday Physique. Thank you for listening. You can follow and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening right now so you don't miss out on future episodes. Leave a five-star rating and review if you're a repeat listener and share this episode with one friend who you think will find it helpful. I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe, and stay consistent.